This is Abilities at Work, a weekly podcast hosted by the Canadian Association for Supported Employment. Hello everyone, I'm your host Alex Rashkanu. The fifth episode of the Abilities at Work podcast showcases the impact of the Mentorability Canada initiative in Atlantic Canada. The term Atlantic Canada refers to our country's eastern provinces, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and Newfoundland and Labrador. On today's episode, we feature Ashley Hammond, who works at Avalon Employment and acts as Mentorability Canada Regional Coordinator, covering Newfoundland and Labrador and Prince Edward Island, as well as David Wearing, who works at Timor Cooperative and acts as Mentorability Canada Regional Coordinator, covering Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. Let's now find out how Ashley came to join the supported employment community. I started getting into the employment support sector when I was uh, still a full-time student at Memorial University here in Newfoundland and Labrador. There I started getting a student job at the institution in the career development department. So I was working with post-secondary students um, on all different types of levels. So I was working with undergrads like me, I was working with graduate students, and I was also working with um, PhD students and kind of help them learn how to develop their resume and just build some employable skills, practice for job interviews. And that's when I guess I kind of really discovered my passion for you know, career development in general. After that, I left um, Memorial University and I started working um, at the Association for New Canadians. And so I worked uh, there helping newcomers to Canada gain some employable skills as well. And then after that, I left there and I came to Case and I've been loving it in terms of my job now with mentorability. I absolutely love it. I love that I get to create a mentorship experience for people every day. I always learn something every time I facilitate one of those, which is also really fun. And the other side of it as well, just connecting people across Canada, kind of breaking down some of those barriers uh, that people with disabilities face when they're looking for employment uh, and just educating people and, and working with the community on a local, regional and national scale has just been extremely valuable for me personally and professionally, I guess. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. How would you describe Mentorability Canada? I think at the core, Mentorability Canada is all about making and building connections with our community across Canada. It's about, obviously it's about mentorship, finding, you know, somebody comes to us and they have a career interest and we help them find, you know, a professional in their industry. But mentorability is really so much more than that. It's breaking down the barriers that individuals with disabilities face every day when they're looking for employment, being that awareness piece, which is really important. And then also, yeah, just building those connections for people um, on a national scale has been really fun. Um, I think one thing we've learned through COVID is the value of virtual mentorships because Mentorability Beginning was all about in-person mentorships. And now we've kind of been forced to be put in a place where we have to you know, test out how a virtual mentorships uh, would look and they've been proven to be really successful. Next, we asked Ashley to talk about the Mentorability Canada Provincial Hubs and the regional hub that she's part of. 
Yeah, sure. So because we're a national program and, you know, we have mentorability provincial coordinators like myself across Canada, you know, case partners with supported employment service providers to help support us in our roles in our, you know, context background in our province. In my case, that's Newfoundland and Labrador. They help us promote the program in a region and support us in our roles. I'm a little bit different because I'm a regional coordinator. I make up half of Atlantic Canada. So I represent Newfoundland and Labrador and Prince Edward Island. And so I also work really closely with Dave Waring, my colleague from Teamwork Cooperative, because he represents the other half of Atlantic Canada for our, for our community here in Atlantic Canada. And it's been working really well. But yeah, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about Avalon Employment, which is my provincial hub here in Newfoundland. Avalon Employment has been around for about 30 years now. I work alongside some fabulous job developers uh, that support job seekers with disabilities and finding meaningful employment. Uh, so they do lots of different things like, you know, help them prepare for an interview. They go out and advocate on behalf of those individuals and help them find work. And we also facilitate an award-winning program that just won the Zero Project Award uh, this year. That's called the Autism Employment Program. So we have a facilitator for that. And that program uh, launched last year. It was proven to be really successful. So we also serve individuals on the spectrum as well, which is really fun to be part of. Next, let's hear from David and how he joined the supported employment community. My name is Dave Waring. I work with an organization in uh, Halifax called Teamwork Cooperative. And uh, Teamwork Cooperative, for uh, a large chunk of its existence, uh, provided uh, employment supports to persons with disabilities. Uh, myself, personally, how I ended up there was I used to be uh, an employer and I had a number of different uh, small companies in that in around the Halifax area. And it came to a point I was looking for a bit of a career change. And so I decided I would uh, take a look at possibly working in not-for-profit. I was looking for maybe a little bit of better uh, life sort of work balance. But I seen a job for a job developer and it was for another uh, organization. It was for uh, Independent Living Nova Scotia. And I decided, well, being a job developer, having good contacts in the business community and some of that business kind of acumen would probably be really helpful. And they thought the same thing. So they uh, hired me to uh, come on board. So as the, the program I was working for ran its course, I was starting to look at other opportunities and an opportunity came up to work with uh, teamwork. And they mentioned to me that they have this program with uh, mentorability and would I like to come on as a coordinator? And I said, yeah, uh, that sounds fantastic. And uh, I've been enjoying it ever since. So, uh, and a little bit about why maybe that, uh, I think these types of programs are important. It wasn't so much when I got into this field that it was specifically thinking of persons with disabilities. I've always been interested in employment equity and I could never understand why we put barriers up for anyone to be able to have a job in that, because I would think like everyone needs to have a job to be able to support themselves. And jobs are one of the biggest community connections that we all have. And I just couldn't understand that. So I thought like this type of work really sort of fits in with a bit of my core, core beliefs around equity that 
everyone should be provided with opportunities in that to be to succeed and be able to have a life and uh, those attachments to community and uh, have a paycheck coming in so they can uh, support themselves in that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really glad that um, you're, you're able to share your story and how you joined the Mentorability Canada project. In your own words, how would you describe Mentorability Canada as a national initiative and perhaps even uh, weave in some of the, the story of how um, you were uh, working on it in Nova Scotia? For me, Mentorability, I'll have to go a little bit just uh, on the structure of how Mentorability Canada is, because there is a couple few actual layers to it. So it's a national program of the Canadian Association of Supportive Employment. So mentorability is a piece of that. Um, and it's meant to provide persons with disabilities. And uh, in this case, we call them protégés with firsthand information on jobs and companies that they're interested in so they can make informed career choices for themselves. Because I used to run a program too for uh, youth with disabilities who are transitioning into uh, either further education or employment. And that one thing became very apparent. A lot of them didn't have the same kind of opportunities to get some of that career firsthand sort of career experience information. A lot of us had, uh, you know, maybe part-time jobs as we were coming up through school and stuff like that. So we started to learn about the world of work that way. A lot of times, some people with disabilities didn't get to experience that while they were coming up through school and that. So they didn't have that uh, first-hand information to help them with starting to make sort of informed career decisions for themselves. So being able to get that information that mentorability provides firsthand then people can make really good informed career choices for themselves because I truly believe that if you give somebody good information, then they can make good choices for themselves. So we're out there, we're working, we're creating networks and uh, by uh, contacting employers, contacting individuals who could be mentors or organizations and that, and uh, providing short-term mentorships for people with disabilities. So they can get that information and make those decisions. So the relationship like it really benefits both the protege and the person or the organization doing the, the mentoring. So the protege gets the, the first-hand information that is important for their career decision-making and the mentor increases their experience in working with people with disabilities. Because if you haven't had a lot of experience maybe working with pe people with disabilities, Maybe you're not sure what to expect. So mentorability, we can come in, we can work with both the protege and uh, the mentor to make sure any accommodations are in place and that everyone uh, knows what their expectat the expectations are and hopefully make it a comfortable experience for both. Finally, we asked David to share an example of a mentorability success story. It's hard to just sort of like say one because there's so many success stories that that are important and for me like the success story it's about individuals but really for me the biggest success is this whole network and how it's been working and the success of having to transition what at one time would have been in-person sort of mentorships but then of course COVID hit so 
everybody had to really rethink of how this program can still deliver successful sort of relationships during a time of COVID. And uh, from that came the sort of virtual network that has developed. So we've been able to do a number of very successful mentorships with people in a virtual environment. The great thing with that is now we have access to more and more mentors. So if there's a, a person that is looking for a particular field that maybe they don't have in that area, then you can tap into sort of the national sort of perspective uh, to be able to see if there's any mentors in that field that could help that particular client. And a fun one for me is uh, Newfoundland, and you've probably spoke with Ashley in Newfoundland. She had a client that was uh, interested in finding out about being a professional wrestler. And that's a bit of an uncommon and uh, unusual sort of field. But the thing was, she had mentioned that to me, doing good networking that, we actually have a caseworker, case manager at Teamwork Cooperative, who was a professional wrestler. So he was able to actually do a mentorship uh, with uh, the client over in Newfoundland and provided that client with excellent information about, you know, like uh, the types of training and that, uh, what to expect in that as you go forward, if you're looking at uh, building a career in professional wrestling. So he got great information. He thought it was absolutely fantastic for himself. So I, I think that's a pretty good success story right there. Thank you for listening to the fifth episode of the Abilities at Work podcast. In our next episode, we will learn about the impact that the Mentorability Canada initiative is having in Ontario and Quebec. Until next time! If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and share Abilities at Work with someone who needs to hear this message. For more resources on connecting individuals who experience disability with employment or resources on making your workplace more inclusive, visit supportedemployment.ca.